What's up, what's up, world? It's not just company. This your boy, Mitri. I got Marquand to the left of me. Right? Yes, sir. Y'all right. His left. All right. We got Junior June here. Hey, what's up? What's been going on, y'all? YouTube. How y'all doing, YouTube family? Facebook family? What's been going on? I know y'all can't talk back. How's the family? Good? Y'all good? Everything? <laughs> For real? That's crazy. All right. We've been, I've been good. How y'all been? Been pretty good. We missed two weeks, so we got a, we got a little topics to cover. Yeah. Uh, Junior had a colonoscopy last week, so uh, what we couldn't it? make the show. I feel like I know what that is, <laughs> but I don't know what it is. Col- colon? Yeah. Oh, something to do with your butt. <laughs> so whatever he had going on. Uh, y'all want to jump right into the Eminem, or y'all want to y'all want to do that a few topics down? You know what? Actually, let's we can kick it off with that. All right. Well, since you're talking about white rappers, rest in peace, Mag Miller. Let's start that off. That's R. crazy. R. Dog. Yeah. Uh, what y'all think about that? I mean, I think everybody got so hyped about the. Well, first of all, let me start by saying this. MGK is this. No, no, no. The Mag Miller before the MGK. The Mac Miller. Yeah. What about what about him dying? Yeah. Last time I remember about hearing about Mac Miller, it was uh it's been a while. It's not well, he just had an album drop, but I I, I follow Mac Miller and I it's something not death, but you notice when people get a little too deep into drugs. Like it's a bad side of turning up. That's where that was, but I don't even want to touch on that recipes. Keep it keep it on the good side. But MGK, uh, what's your take on it? MGK Eminem beef. MGK Eminem G Easy beef. Um, I gotta give MGK credit for his uh, diss. Yeah, right. bars. It was it was a pretty good diss. It was the, if you ever came at Eminem, he he did it the right way. But uh, I just don't think he know what he getting himself into. Now, Jenna, what you think about it? Good luck. I don't know. I mean, it it'll be a a battle worth watching. Terribly sorry we have a show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and but you got a lot of people that were so caught up in the the MGK disc that they thought that uh, what's that song, The Ringer? Is yeah. the song he was talking about? When that's not the song he really dissed MGK in. It was the uh, that not a life. Uh, I'll be honest with you. So, you know, I can't think of a time when Eminem ever was in a beef, a rap beef with anybody other than Ja Rule. I mean, him and Drake had some beef, but it wasn't. I, when I say rap beef, like an actual song rap beef, I can't think of anybody other than him and Ja Rule. Nick Cannon. That yeah, no, Nick okay. Cannon. So, yeah. so that's your rap beef history. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but that's what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? But so, then, but then again, you got to remember, wasn't nobody really, wasn't nobody really trying to come for Eminem? You know what I mean? But I'll put it to you this way: you can't. I, I, the only reason I'm gonna give MGK, MGK won this first rap, this first part of this. Beef. I don't think so. And while I say he he won it because, like you just said. Oh, yeah, he said some stuff about Drake before. Drake never said nothing. MGK ain't got nothing to lose. I'm going to come at you with straight bars. I'm going to give you everything that I got. Because at the end of the day, one, in, in, in MGK's thing, 
I like it because he was bigging him up the whole song. Yeah, you the greatest rapper in the world. I did give him credit for that. But I'm finna but I'm finna do this to you. But at the end of the day, I mean, if we can only remember in our time, if we can only remember two battles that you had and both of them was goofies. I mean, Nick Cannon not a lyricist. Ja Rule not a lyricist. So I Yeah, mean, but I mean, ain't nobody who do you know that can really that can really go bar for bar with Eminem? I mean, don't get me wrong, MGK's doing a he did a great job with that. But you don't think he put all he had into that one song? I think Eminem and this is and uh, I was telling Junior, Eminem he had an interview right before he dropped the surprise album at Kamikaze. He was saying as far as like skill rapping wise, he doesn't think he's the best rapper. Now, as far as like putting words together, that's a skill in rap. That's a specific skill. And he was going over all of the he, in the in in this new CD. He was saying, uh, and it's crazy because he said in an interview, Big Sean, J Cole, and Kendrick are like three different versions of him. Big Sean is him when he makes like the hit songs. Uh, J. Cole, Big Sean, what, this is the songs he said. Big Sean could have easily made a smack that. You know, smack that all on the floor. Okay. Big Sean could have made that song. J. Cole could have easily made a stand. Or Kendrick. Ke- no, this is what he said about Kendrick. Kendrick is the most like him because he could have done all three. And nobody would have blinked an eye at it. Nobody would have been like, oh, okay, that's weird that you're making a song called Smack That. That's weird. He's like, if Jay- I don't know if I could really see Kendrick though making a song. Well, as far that. as lyrical but funny, look at Humble. That's like, oh, okay, this is a funny beat. This is like a okay, but if you really listen to it, it's lyrical. But my thing is with Eminem, I don't necessarily think that there was. I I, I don't think Eminem's even in competition for the best all around rapper thing. I think specific stuff that he does, mixing words together, yeah. I mean, it, we relate everything to sports on this show. Eminem's like a like a like a Curry, not and that's not a diss to his career. Curry's very good at what he does. You're not expecting Curry next year to come out dunking. You're not expecting Curry to come out windmilling. From if, you, the line. if you put sports, I would have to give Eminem the LeBron st- no. the LeBron uh, option. No. You give him I don't. I just don't know who you would yeah. put when it comes bar for bar. Who can who can outrap Eminem bar for bar? I don't think there was ever a time when Eminem can outrap Andre three thousand. I don't think there was ever a time when Eminem can outrap Lil Wayne. Now, if you're saying as far as lyrical, like not try to envision, like if you're saying as far as like specific things, yeah, Eminem's the best at that. But as far as Eminem's never gonna give you a. Uh, uh, love below or roses. He's not. He's not gonna do that. He gonna get this new album. I love it. I mean, Eminem has his. Eminem is a different type of, of person, though. He has his own way for doing his music. So when it comes to it, I don't see anybody beating him at that game. I feel like this MGK thing. Don't get me wrong. It's gonna be a great beef, but at the end of the day, Eminem's gonna come out on top. Somebody posted something to me or posted something on Facebook that stats. Where it showed Eminem's worst album sold 267,000 albums. MGK's best album only sold 56,000 albums. But see, I don't like running down stats when you're talking about. But you have to. You can't get, you can't want credit for something, but the, the proof is not in the pudding. 
You okay. can't claim that you're better than this man, but you're not even selling close to as many albums. Your best album, not even beating his worst shit. So, in that, for instance, in that, let's say, like, somebody, if you go, this is why I hate stats. If you go somebody like, let's throw it out there, uh, D4L might have sold more records than Pick a Rapper. They, Laffy Taffy might have sold more records than, uh, Absol or some one of them lyrics, but that was one song. Though. But that's what I'm saying. They that's why you, that, you can't say that because that's one song. Eminem is consistently selling like this. He's consistently doing big numbers. There's there's nothing to really argue about there. That man, some albums have sold 10 million copies by themselves. So you think you can't really say? So you think Eminem is the best rapper out right now? Yeah, I will say that. You think so, Jenny? No. When is the last time you think Eminem was the best rapper out? I would say that first Marshall Mathers LP. I'm just Marshall Mathers. That was the last time he was... <laughs> when the second song So was, you saying you didn't like the last album either? Revival? No. I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't see nothing wrong with Revival. Yeah. Everybody talking about that, but I don't see nothing wrong with it. I think it was a pretty good album. I don't, th- I don't think it's nothing wrong with it. I don't think it's nothing wrong with... I don't... With, with Eminem, it becomes weird in music because it, it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, you're good, but his transition game is terrible. He did not transition into the new generation. He didn't have to because even though he didn't transition, he's still putting up the numbers he needs. But to be the greatest, you got to be able to. That's why I'm saying like LeBron. So you're, you're mad at the fact that he's being at the same pace and keeping that crown at that place he's at? Eminem thought saying faggot was fa- faggot on his new song, calling Tyler the Creator a faggot. He thought that was going to be shocking on him. No, that's not. People don't care about that anymore. The tactics that Eminem I don't think used, he thought that. I think he just, he was just kind of like. I think, get, and, and, M, and M said it. I think it's a lot of people that can. I think J. Cole is a better rapper than Eminem. Like, rapper-wise, I would much rather hear J. Cole than Eminem. I, I just believe that. You're telling me right now there's no other person that's a better lyricist. I mean, you telling me Eminem is not the best lyricist out there right now? No. I personally, if you go lyricist-wise, I don't think it's ever... I think you got a long way to go, Eminem. I don't think so. I, I mean, think Eminem is there. I think he's at the top of, of that. You got a lot of lyricists. Look at Down South alone. You got Andre. You got Big Boy. You got T.I. T.I. will burn some of these niggas lyrically. And you know this. Lyrically, T.I. So T. you're telling me right now T.I.'s music is better than Eminem's? You can't tell me that. Uh, I could say Paper Trails is better than the No, 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 no. I say uh, their music overall. you telling me T.I.'s a better artist overall than Eminem? I would rather listen to T.I. than Eminem. No, I wouldn't. What about you? Yeah. We want to hear from you. Come on. Let the fans hear what you think. Eminem has passed his time. It's uh, it's a new world. He ain't ready for it. And um, I don't know, because this new album kind of was his way of showing him, like, I'm going to always be that nigga. But it sounds horrible. Like uh, I used I like to be it. an Eminem fan. I'm not, I, I like it because it's coming from a place of just, like... Bitterness? I wouldn't say bitterness. It's coming from a place of, like... Y'all, just because y'all thought I couldn't do it, I'm going to show y'all who's that your, I can. Who's your favorite rappers right now, Marquand? Well, my, what, you mean like my favorite top three that's yeah. out right now? Um, Sean Cole. 
Um, and you mean like our the new generation rappers, right? They're just right now, period. It's hard to do a top three. But my four is Sean, Cole, K- Eminem, and Kendrick. Jenna? Who do, what do, wait, before we, so we can get some bait, so we can get some grounding on this conversation. Y'all consider like Eminem, Eminem's lyricist as far as putting words together and all yeah, that. Yeah, We're all on the same level with that, right? Agreed. Okay. Who do you consider to be a lyricist? Because I'm with you. I agree with that. I don't think there's a better, like, lyricist than Eminem. I think that's what we get. That's what I was, yeah. What you, what you think about? Cole and Kendrick. That's about it. Uh, Joyner Lucas. Yeah, know. we forgetting about Joyner might scorch Eminem on that. I don't know about that. I think. <sighs> you got to think about it, though. You got, and, and that's why, that's why this new album, if you listen to it, he really saying, like, Y'all can tell me, y'all can say this and that or somebody better, but I inspired all of this. You know what I mean? I'm inspiring you niggas to do this shit. Y'all want to be where I'm at. Y'all want to have that GOAT crown. Y'all want people to even mention y'all names in the GOAT category. I'm already there. I think it's we're getting to the time with Eminem where it's like uh, like having a Jordan-LeBron conversation. Jordan is actually cold. Jordan inspired everybody who's playing basketball right now. But you really honestly think if Jordan was on the court right now, he gonna post up on LeBron? But then you gotta <laughs> another thing you gotta understand with that though, basketball was a lot more aggressive back when Jordan played. But but LeBron wouldn't have lasted in Jordan's league. I, and I and I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, it's a different time. If you putting them both in their prime, we can't. I think, but we can't though. You can. Eminem if not you in said, his prime. Who? Eminem's not. When has he ever fell out of his prime? He just he just released a whole album to say fuck you to anybody ever that had anything bad to say about him. I don't think And the only person to respond out that out of that whole album, only one person responded to him. So he dissed Drake, but what would be the point? Drake's bigger than Eminem. He dissed Drake, he dissed uh all the little, some of the little mumble rappers. I mean, I who was to try to say something back to him? Was but it Takashi Six Nine? If you're Drake, you're not <laughs> responding to Eminem. No, he's if you're Drake, him. if you're Drake, you might have to respond to Eminem. Eminem's beneath Drake. It, right it, now. Eminem, I, you. So, do you think that Drake is worth more than Eminem? No, I think status-wise, as far as the world is concerned, Eminem it's, is beneath Drake. I wouldn't say that because if you're saying status-wise, Drake, if Eminem was beneath Drake, let me put it like this: point. The easiest thing to say, if Eminem was beneath Drake when he got this, Drake would have dropped the track just like he did with Meek. Or just like he did with Pusha T. If you feel like, if I feel like I'm you beneath me, I can go ahead and release that diss track back. Drake hasn't said anything because he knows that's a battle I'm not going to get myself into. And he's that's be- probably a battle I can't win. Do you think he's beneath Drake? Eminem. Yeah. If you Drake, are you responding to an Eminem diss? It's no point. He can't even beat the person who signed you. Yeah. Eminem can't beat Wayne, so why would he go after Wayne? So let, let's put it like this, though. Let's put it like this. So you telling me right now you think Drake would beat Eminem in a diss battle? Yeah, because it's a I don't song. think so. Because Drake can make a song. Drake can make it. That's fine. MGK made a song, too. And I'll get credit for, MG, for that to MGK. But MGK he made everything more... flow so well as a song that this was even better at doing that. But like everybody said, you could play back-to-back in the club, which they did, and that was a great diss song. MGK, you can't play that anywhere unless you directly talking shit to Eminem because it's all about Eminem. So it's a song, but, back but to it's back not was really just a song. about Meek Mill. But he never referenced Meek Mill's name really in the song. He just did. Through subtle shots. He never said Meek name in that song. And 
one could argue the point. Well, you can't say that because it was that summer sixteen. They played in the club, and that's the one he referenced Meek Mill in, in the song. Yeah. So we we let the we was we let the diss track the diss record play. You was stand right below us, nigga. So you can't really say that. That's not that. That's not the point because some diss tracks can be played, but it's just I will give MGK credit because to come for Eminem. The way he did and how he did it, it was so well put together. I have nothing to say bad about the man diss. All I want to say is, at the end of the day, when it comes to uh, to them going word for word, he's not going to win this battle. I guarantee you, if Eminem was to release a diss album tomorrow and MGK had four days to re- respond, the next one wouldn't be as big as the first one he did. I don't know if Eminem can actually battle. I've never... I mean, you've seen old battles... But I've never seen Eminem get into like a rap beat. You can't, I'm not gonna give Eminem credit for Nick Cannon and Ja Rule. I'm I also sorry. feel like I mean Ja Rule, you can kind of give him credit no. for. But I, I gotta I gotta say this though. Also though, with uh, Eminem, with with what MGK did, I think he took Eminem style. Remember at the last rap battle in uh, Eight Mile, what he did? He pretty mm-hmm. much talked about himself. I feel like MGK threw all of that out there in the song, saying how great he is, taking his own flow against him, like nigga. I'm going to give you all your props, but I'm also going to let you know I'm not the one to play with. I, I Honestly, I just don't think... I don't know. We don't I just to. don't... I don't see MGK coming out this as the victor. If Eminem... The only way he'll, he can come out as the victor is if Eminem does not reply at all. If, if MGK had a hit out right now, you wouldn't even be talking... If he had a hit single out right now... You wouldn't even be talking about... But MGK never... I'm not... He never was the one to say he sucked, though. He's always had those... Though He's always been able to, to have those bars. Well, like y'all know what the beef stems from. From what? Back in 2012 yeah, when he mentioned his daughter's his name? His daughter was cute. Yeah, and his daughter was 16 at the time. So I agree with that. I understand. You got a daughter. I mean, you understand. My yeah. nigga, she's 16, bro. We could trip about this forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care what you're talking about. We, you gonna die over this. Yeah. So, I get it. I just, I was really, uh, I was really going over it in my head, and I'm like, I, as much as I mess with Eminem, like, I, I think that's our first time, as far as our generation, that's our first time watching. I think Wayne was our first time watching somebody become a superstar from nothing. Like Wayne was our first. We seen Wayne Ashy, and then all the way at the top, we seen this nigga become Madonna before our eyes. Eminem was the first is the first one we're seeing fall from grace. And not fall because of a diss track, but we seeing you now you're on the other side of hip hop. We seen you go all the way up. We seen you become Madonna. But Jay Z say to be Bobby then, you gotta be Bobby now. To be Bobby Brown when he was blown up, you got, you gotta go through the crack too. So Eminem, we seen him on the other side of that hill. Bro, I don't, I don't necessarily wanna. I can't agree to that necessarily. And a lot of the stuff Eminem was claiming in those songs, I feel like he, I feel like it was false. You but he was just responding to shit that people said. Well, so he you was can't saying say like false. you, he found uh, Fifty Cent. 50 he said, cent. "I brought the world." He did bring the, the world. 50 you realize cent. he signed with Fifty Cent after Fifty Cent signed with him after Wankster, right? 50 Cent was dealing with them after Wanks. He probably signed after that, but he w- he was dealing with with uh, Eminem from Jump. No, he just didn't get signed directly w- with Eminem right away. He was signed with uh, damn. He got signed. I'm, t- I'm I'm being 100 honest with you. He got signed after Wankster. 
that video got him attention from uh, what's his name? But Dr. you can't Dre. say that because what it was a song that came out before Wingster that that uh in the club. In the club is and after he said, Wingster. I know, it's but crazy. they was on the same album though. But it was it was the single after. That's what I'm saying. Fifty Cent was the biggest nigga in the world when Wangster came out. He chose you. No, you can't say that. Yeah, bro. He's. That's what I'm saying. You can say Wayne found Drake. You can say that Drake was not that big until niggas heard Ransom. You didn't know who Drake was. You was like, oh shit. Well, technically, if you would have seen him, you would have known it was the nigga that played on Degrassi. But yeah, but I, I get mean, what as you far said. as rap, yeah, as far as rap go, yeah. I didn't watch Degrassi, so I would have never known. I did. I watched it. It was pretty cool. He was a basketball player, and then he got shot and lost his fortune. But no, that's what uh, that's what I mean. But we ain't got to stay on the Eminem thing too long. I just thought that was a. I, I think it's good for rap. I think that's a good. I think that's a good beef. Yeah, I'm excited to see. The, I'm excited for the rest of the beef. I do want to see where it come from. Yeah, I do think. Uh, I don't know. I think that I'm kind of over the rap beefs, though. I think it's getting too. It's it's almost getting starting to become like a thing. See, just to he say. was discovered by Eminem after that. Guess who's back? That's when that album was working on afterwards. That Wankston stuff, that was already in product. He was already doing all of that with Eminem. That wasn't before Eminem. That came Money, after you reading, Eminem. You read me Wiki facts? Yeah, I am because that's you know anybody can make up <laughs> Wikipedia pages. That's a fact, Mark. Well, I forget who I talked to. I could show this man hardcore facts. And he Wikipedia still is not hardcore facts. I agree with you. But 50 Cent was big before. He wasn't, bro. He wasn't big like that till he really came out with that in the club. That's what really got him hype. Did you watch? Did Nigga, you? look. It's saying his number one single. The first one was in the club, 2003. And that song, he said, Shady, Aftermath. He was already with. So you don't think that Eminem had, or 50 Cent had a buzz before Eminem? Not, no. No, 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 no. My nigga, 50 Cent was the I'm not hottest nigga. That. No, he wasn't. The music, when his first, what was the first, very first song you get the guy that came out by 50 Cent? Me? Yeah. I, I used to be a 50 Cent fan. So if you count me, How to Rob was 50 Cent's first. Junior, what was, what was the first hit song 50 Cent came out with when everybody started recognizing Wangsta. It wasn't Wangsta. It was in the, the club. In the club. Thank you. In the club. In the club was the first song. Because of that whole birthday part, DJs would play it all the time. When it's somebody's birthday, oh my mama! But I remember Wankster. I I agree with you. Wankster came out after in the club, bro. I'm telling you, Wankster came out before, right? No, I think Wankster came out before. No, it was in the club and then Wankster. That's what I'm saying. You you gotta all Eminem really did was bring up the fact that's telling you niggas like I I I killed off Ja Rule career. I killed off Nick Cannon or. I'm not giving him credit for that. But he just he giving facts though. It's like anybody that ever came for me, they they found out the hard way. Y'all got y'all can't tell me like Toy Soldiers wasn't one of the hardest diss records out. Uh, no. It was a, it was a good song. I don't know My about nigga, the diss record. Like you put Toy Soldiers over back to back. Never in my life. Back to back ain't really all back to back is is Drake bragging the whole song. <laughs> That's all it is. At least in like Toy Soldiers, he over there giving out real facts and 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 kind of stating what's going on and shit. Drake just out there bragging on their back to back. So yeah, I'm gonna put it over that. Back to back is a party diss song. Mm, I don't know if I'm putting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It came out a year apart, but uh, 
Uh, what was I finna say? I, I, Toy Soldiers is a cold song, but I've never seen Eminem rap battle with anybody. I've never seen him have any with anybody creditable. I think this one. I think. Eminem, but don't you think? Do you think that's because either that you probably looking at it as there's he's never won against nobody, or would you say that nobody has ever even won against him? That's what I guess. So I wouldn't really say I w- I wouldn't really say that that um damn I forgot what I was saying I just about. wouldn't I just would want to see Eminem but when you think they you wouldn't okay that's what I was getting at I wouldn't say that he ain't had nobody to go against maybe they were scared to go against him how you gonna put it as to where he had nobody to go up against what if they was just like you know what. I always know to play smart. That's not a good move. I don't feel like going through that. That ain't something I could win. You know what I mean? You never really know what's going on because you don't hear too many rappers diss Eminem. Okay, so in my mind, let's play devil's advocate. Do you think he said those names that he likes in music right now because he know them niggas are definitely destroyed? I think he did that because he's giving credit where credit is due. He sees talent in them because he, like he said, like them that that's real hip hop, real music, real rap on what what it went it went back to. So these are the people I respect for that because y'all got these little mumble rappers that y'all just I don't know what what y'all even in the rap game for. And then you got people like Joyner, Kendrick, and Sean and and uh, Cole and actual lyricists that's bringing a real culture back to to hip hop how we want it. So I don't think he was necessarily scared to say anything against them, and I'm not taking nothing away from them because. I'm pretty sure one of them probably has a potential to maybe be able to be a, you know, to take him down if need be. But uh, I don't think he said it with the intent to say he's scared, but with the intent to just give respect where it's due. Any last thoughts about this, Jenner? Like I said, it's gonna be a good, uh, it's gonna be a good little match. I'm just waiting for B Rad to come out with his D track, this track. I don't think. MGK is as weak as people think he is. I think oh, he's not. He's not weak. I think MGK bar. He's bar. definitely. He's definitely somebody to worry about. But I just want to. At the end of the day, when this beef is settled, I just. I think if he, and I could be wrong, but I just don't see I him was coming MGK's out on top. MGK's manager right now. I would be telling him we need to get in the studio with somebody. You need a hit because right now you, you got pump, people's you're on top. ears. Yeah. So if MGK get a, this is what all depends on to me. If he gets a hit right now. People are fickle. People will definitely Eminem's fans, his core fans. No, they're not leaving Eminem's side. But the iffy, iffy people, they'll definitely be like, "Yeah, MGK got him." And you heard that new shit he got with Tiana, with Tiana oh, Taylor. Mama. That's what I mean by rap beef. Is so it's weird now. It's like you don't get the same. It was niggas I know said Meek Mill was trash, but. I wouldn't even say Meek Mill was trash. But, no, you but just I'm have saying. to look at your opponent when you're going. You have to pick your opponents better. Why do you think Floyd never lost a fight? <laughs> well, I mean, I think Pusha T lost to Drake. No, no, no. I'm just saying. But why no, do you think? Why saying. do you think Floyd never lost a fight? Because you got to pick who you're going against. When exactly. You're at the top, you got to pick. You got you, exactly. You got to know who you're going against. You got to know your battles. That's why I say with that. When it came to that that Meek Mill situation. I think Drake was one he should have left alone for. But I don't think he he didn't diss Drake. All he said was the nigga don't write his songs. But you you coming at my integrity at that point. You trying to claim, granted, some music was, was not written, but now you're coming for my whole career. He ruined his career. Now, I would say Drake's still at the top, but as far he got a scar I mean, it's on come, his career. He's, got a, he, he's definitely got a scar that won't go away. 
That's it, true. It'll never leave. But it's just that's a fish you should have waited to bite. Because if just imagine if Meek Mill was going through what he's going through now and everything, and then he did straight. I think Meek it would Mill, be a lot better for him. I think Meek Mill won the war. I think he lost the battle, but won the war. I wouldn't say that because, and I'm looking at the war because the nigga Drake told you when Nikki tell me she don't want to, or when she said we'd be better as friends, and these niggas they really broke up. So it's like, but think about how many rappers then had Ghostwriter bars now. Now, if you talk to like real hip hop heads, that just those reference tracks, yeah, Drake's still a good rapper, but my nigga, even if you've had a reference, your credibility track, is, is we shot. can't get you no more. If we find out that Floyd been uh, paying off referees, yeah, <laughs> my nigga, you cheated, bro. True, true, true. But I want to get to uh, our next topic. So uh, yeah, we all on the same page. White rap is good. Uh, <laughs> We gotta keep our white rappers safe. It's only like six of y'all, and y'all all tripping with each other. Uh, it's. I just know one thing's for sure: none of you niggas is gonna come at Macklemore because he got the he got the gays and the, uh, milfs. So keep your mind straight. You know who two niggas that nobody ever gonna diss: Flo Rida and Macklemore. Want to know why? Because they got the clubs right now. <laughs> Macklemore got the white kids that are just happy to be white, but they don't hate black people. That's Macklemore got. Like, hey, man. <laughs> My uncle says the N-word with the hard ER, but I don't. <laughs> Fuck with YG. He's my nigga. Macklemore got them kids. And Flo Rida, he's something for grandmas to listen to. But uh, I want to... I, I sent it to Marquand, but Nas... Did this whole thing about him and y- y'all know the singer Khalees, right? Yeah, you know Khalees, his ex. Yeah, his ex. So they've been going to court back and forth, and he never said nothing, but she's been going on the air talking about you know, oh, he used to beat me, this, 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 and that, kind of making it bad for him. So now he can't see his kids. He ain't been able to see his son in like he said like a year and a half. So. He broke down on Instagram. You can still go on his Instagram and see it. Uh, he just put up a lot. He just put up a bunch of different posts because he said he can't do interviews talking bad about his, which is kind of stupid of him to say. But he can't do interviews talking bad about his baby mama because his son, when he grows up, he might see it. But I mean, my nigga, you wrote it on Instagram. Somebody screenshot it. Your son might see it anyway, bro. But I get what he was saying. Uh. So, long story short, they've been going back and forth to court, and here's the topic I want to have. So, he said, every time they go to court, she asks for more money, and she gets requested. They give it to her. All right, yeah, you get more money. But it's to the point to where he, like, you get more money, but the judge sees you only come at me for more money. So, now the judge is making her pay for his legal fees, but he still can't see his son because that's a whole separate area of court. That's They're still at the money part of the court. So my thing is, I think personally what he was saying was, you going to make me not hate my kid, but hate the situation that I'm in with this. True. And at a certain point in there, and I had this talk with a couple of my homies at work, 
at a certain point in there, y'all got kids too, so I need y'all help on this one. So at a certain point, I think that's where resentment comes from. Not, I, and I hate saying resentment for your kids, but I mean, at a certain point, one of my dogs at work, I ain't gonna say his name because he's still with his baby mama, but like he said, I'm not going. Nah, said he like uh, 1.5 million in debt going to court. I'm not going ten thousand dollars in court. I'm not going ten thousand dollars in debt to see my child. And what he said was, I gotta, I, I owe. I, you can owe the court upwards of let's say five, ten, however much money, and you can still not be able to see your kids because of something like because if she says you hit her, but you didn't hit her, well now in the court's eyes, now you're abusive. now you're abusive. Now you have a temper. Now you don't know how to control your anger. Now. Now you're on the bad end of things. So I just wanted y'all opinion on the whole, why do y'all feel, do y'all feel child support is needed even if you take care of your child or is it spiteful? It's it's a difference between an absent father and a, and just a failed relationship. Some Sometimes it's due to the fact because the relationship didn't work out. Oh, well, what's the quickest way I can get back at him? Oh, I can put him on child support. Damn, he is taking care of the kids, but shit, now I can get more money from him. Now I can hurt his pockets more. It, it's just, it depends on the situation. Because you got some mothers worse, like they do child support because they have to. Yeah, let me be honest. They just, the baby daddy's just ain't, ain't there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you do have some of those women where it's like, it's more out of spite than anything. So. And then it gets to the point where you got some mothers worse, like even if you are taking care of the kids, if they feel like, let's say, Let's say you and Taylor had a, a kid, and Taylor was like, oh, I need $100 for a bill or something. He was like, oh, well, I ain't got it, but I'm going to come get my son. Oh, well, you can't see your son until you bring me that $100. You got people that do shit like that. Right. So it's, it's just, it, it all comes from different perspectives, and you can't really put a, a pinpoint on which one is the most, mostly used, but uh, child support is just, it really is there. If the if the father ain't there, I get it. Hey, by all means, do what you got to do. But if you got the father there trying, doing what he can, and then you want to make it harder on him by going to put him on child support, that's kind of fucked up because now you got that man out there struggling even more. He barely making it as it is, and now you just put that another burden on him with taking care of that kid. So it's like, mm. you know what I mean? And then, shit, you better hope you got one by the same woman or if they multiple by the same woman because if not, they taking a, uh, shit, what is it in Vegas? 18% per kid? Ooh. Yeah, if it's a different, different parents, 18%. Same, what is it, same parent is 25% after the second kid and any kid after that. So. What you think, Jenner? Yeah. I mean, if you ain't there, yeah, child support is cool. But if you around, like Marquand said, that's some fuck shit. And <laughs> I, I mean, if I ever get put in a situation, I'm just telling the court straight up, lock me up. I'm not paying for my kid. They ain't going to lock you up. Well, I'm not paying for my kid, so whatever they say at that point is yeah, going in one They're going to they have you go on the court, keep going back and forth to court, and after a while, after you really not paying, you know, probably like six months in, then you probably see a little bit of jail time. Right. But I'm going to be honest with you. It's not worth the jail time at all. It ain't worth it. I'm not finna pay to see something I went half and given life to. 
So then go to court for joint custody. Because once you get joint custody, you ain't got to pay no more. That's I'm not the thing. paying. How much y'all think? Mm-hmm. How much are y'all willing to go in debt with a lawyer? If it come to me seeing my kid, man, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. But I'm I'm not gonna go to the point in debt to where I can't repay it. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So you willing to go fifty thousand in debt? Mm mm. All right. Cause I could have put that towards a, a you college tuition. To go fifty thousand in debt. Yeah. Fifty thousand. And the crazy thing is, like Nas said, he one point five, and she still gets to decide. All right, I'll pick the days you can see her. Yeah, no, I'll see. Again, I, I'm never in a scenario. I'm just, I'd rather go to jail. Telling the judge straight up, you might as well lock me up right now. I'm not ever going to pay this. So you just, she going to be a broke, bitter bitch while I'm in jail because I'm not paying. Well, then that's what you're going to have to understand, though. They ain't going to have to put you in jail. If you're going to keep working your job, they're going to garnish your wages. It ain't what you want Oh, I quit do. at that point. The moment oh, okay. I realize I'm finna be put on child support and they the courts just ain't listening to me saying that I take care of my kid regardless, I I quit my job and I'm lock me up right now. Why not just why not just actually kind of keep your job, no. get you a lawyer, get joint custody? I am not out. paying for a child that I went half with, no matter what the court says. If I'm there doing what I got to do and she's upset about whatever and that's why we're here, I'm not paying to see my child. So, so you, you'd rather cancel your entire way of life? Yes. Three, three hots and a cot. Just, you'd rather sacrifice because you're what? You finna be 20, 29 this year? Yep. So you'd rather waste 29 years... I will everything sit you built years up for fifty years rather than pay child support for a child because. But is it really I, worth it though? Yeah, it's worth it to me. I'm not paying. I'm if I gotta pay to see my son because she got the courts and the whole state on her side saying that I'm a deadbeat, which I'm not. Therefore, I'm gonna in, eventually grow to resent my son. Like I had to pay for all the time I ever got to hang with. But you, you can't you can't take that out on your kid because your kid is innocent in this whole situation. So your kid don't but know what's going on. But you just access, let's say. Yeah, but your kid not the one saying, we got to go to court. Your kid not the one saying, you can't come see me. Your kid not the one taking you all up and throw it with the courts he, and the judges. He's not. Your kid is really innocent in this situation, so okay. you can't take that out on your kid. So what's if to anything, say? to be so honest with you, the kid will resent the mother itself. Okay, so what's to say you paying all this child support and she's still on it, you can't see your your kid shit. You went to court for joint custody, but you lost that that battle. So now you paying for a kid that your woman's still saying you can't see. Well, you have to understand, even if you lose joint custody, that, that don't mean you get visitation rights. So you still get days, like two days out the week that you can still see your kid. What if she refuses? You say, oh, oh if, if the court tells her and she refuses to see him, then at that point, the first time she refuses, it's a warning. The second time she refuses, y'all go back to court and the judge lets her know that you're, you're, they're going to go over your joint custody case again. The third time she refuses, she automatically loses custody of the kids and it comes to you. So I got a question. <laughs> you got to pay child support and go through all that. Hoping yeah, that don't, trust her. me. It's, I'm not saying it's an easy path. It's an easy road. But you got to look at it from a point of view like your kids is the main thing you're doing it for. You know what I mean? The minute you decided to have a kid, yo, everything you decided to do in life has to either make them better or benefit well, them. We'll crack a beer when he's turned 21, and we'll discuss it if I'm free. Uh, all I'm saying is when it comes down to it, it's worth it. I could, I could see the resentment side only, and I don't have kids, so I'm going to put that out there. I could see the resentment side for your kid only because after, after a certain point, I'm going through all of this, and... It's taking, and when I'm hanging out with you, most of the time, if it's money coming out of my pocket, 
I'm not even thinking about hanging out with you. At this point, you're an investment. All right, yeah, we can hang out, but we may not be able to really hang out how I want to hang out because, shit, I just had to give your mom money. And then it comes down to the point to where once your son get up in age, he call you and do all this. All right, yeah, Dad, I ain't got no, we ain't got no food at the house. Can you come bring me something? I just gave your mom. Your mom get $200. She, what, what's your mom doing with all the money? Oh, she just gave the money to her boyfriend. Okay. So now you got to... Well, then at that point, if your child is old enough, when you go to court for stuff like that, your child can be there to testify with you to let them know my dad gives her money or she gets the child support money and she just gives it to her boyfriend. Because at that point, it's just... it's Like I say, it's not an easy path. I I know y'all saying it, and and it is tough. It is long, and it's a lot to go through. But when you finally get what you're looking for at the end of it, it's kind of like, damn, it's finally here. But... You got to go through some struggles dealing with co-parenting when the other person don't want to get along with you. You got to go through court dates. You got to go through paying again, spending extra money you don't want to. Do you want to do it? Do you love doing it? Hey, do you even look? You don't even look forward to it. It's like, man, you get mad about it. But at the end of the day, when it comes to your kids, it don't, it don't matter. You know what I mean? I it, told, shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. There shouldn't be a dollar amount for you having to be in your be kid's life. right now. Uh, with everything and the way technology is right now, my nigga, you can go ahead and keep my son. I get him an iPhone. I upgrade his iPhone every year. I FaceTime this nigga whatever I want to. Yeah, Man. but then again, you gonna want to went to the beach today, son. You gonna actually want to spend some time with your son physically. You don't want to just be video called him all the time. Make, that should get boring. If they take two hundred and fifty, literally, most people. And I read this in the article. It has nothing to do with this. Most people, if they take three hundred dollars out of most people's checks in life. And that's like 75% of the people in the world. Just $300 out of their check, each of your check, half the world will be homeless. 75% of the world will be homeless. $300. So just imagine, it's certain niggas that's getting $300 taken out. $320. Every, but that's what I'm saying. So you look at those men, and let's say you do get another kid and have to support another family. Now you're in a position to where now your girl looking at you like, Damn, my nigga, now you got to work double hard just because she making it tougher for you. All right, cool. I mean, I I get being there for your son, but the resentment part, me, son, or daughter, oh, it's going to be there. Because at this point, now you're an investment. Now I still have to argue with you. Now your mother still has the upper hand. She get to pick what days I get to. You get to be allowed in my life. But you gotta understand though that she's allowing. She can me to only see. do that if y'all go into court, bro. And y'all, y'all got whether it's a temporary agreement, whatever the case may be. But if y'all go into court, she can only do that for so long. Because I'm gonna be real with you, most cases last from six to nine months, right? That's most custody cases last six to nine months. So if you can tough it out for six to nine months. Yeah, you're going to have to pay this. Yeah, you're going to have to pay that. Plus, you got to get a lawyer just to go to court. You still got to pay child support. Yeah, it's expensive. But at the end of that nine months, when the judge tell you, yeah, I'm granting y'all joint custody. These are the days you have them. These are the days she have them. All of that, all of that in the past is going to be like all that hard work paid off. I don't got to pay you no more. I can sit here and be around my kid now. You can't tell me. Then it's even better because if y'all got more than one kid together, when that kid is born, it automatically goes into the same rights you did with the first one. It's just, I'm telling you, it's just, it's beneficial to stick it out and do what you have to do in order for your kids. Because no matter what happens or what the case may be at the end of the day, 
there's no possible way in hell you should look at the kid at resentment because the kid didn't ask for this. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. They take out $50 for my mom in medicine. I'm resenting my mom after a while. Uh-uh. <laughs> Give it a buck with you right now. I couldn't. Nah, I'm, I'm joking. But I'm going to be 100% honest. Uh, I told Taylor this. We we was talking cause about the same topic. And I told her, you put me on child support, I'm petty. I'm going to just go get a whole other family. I'm going to make you see how happy I am. I'm going to treat her like a queen. I'm going to really show you. I'm going to show you. I'm, and I'm still, you put me on child support all you want to. Oh, I'm going to show you. I'm petty. I'm so with taking taking the kids out. And at that point, I'm making your son call on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, he's calling her mom. Mommy. My my mom doesn't do this, mom. Oh, I'm I'm petty like that. I do all of that. You but then you don't want to do that because she'll she'll try to use that as as a, as arsenal when y'all go back to court. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's got her calling him mom, That's calling and all of this, and he throws it in my face, and he's telling me about this. Like you got women that are really save every damn, little thing you, you say. And I would tell the judge, damn, I can't tell you. I, I don't. So if we don't have to talk, this better for me. Oh, so you telling me I don't have to talk to her? I don't have to speak to her at all? Cool. My kids are still gonna call her mom. The judge can't tell you. It's not can't. the fact that it's the fact that when your kids come home saying it, she's gonna she's gonna call you and ask you why they call another girl mom. And what your response gonna be? Cause I fucking told him to. That's his mom when he's over here. That's my girl. That's his mom. You decide what you wanna do. Okay. Dick run this house. Jenna, how you feel about that? It's all about the words you use. So when it, you said like that, I'm not they can't hold nothing against you because it's like, yeah, I wanted him to do it. What does that have to do with you? You ain't saying like, oh, well, that's what you get for doing this, doing that. You know what I mean? Again, I'm oh, going no, to jail. I mean, there you go. Much. There you go. Play legal chess. Smart. I do stuff like how Nike just did. Just, just how you how you deal with being on child support? <laughs> if I was on child support, this wouldn't be happening right now because I'd be in jail <laughs> and I'm My sticking nigga, to I'm it. I'm not going. You know what? You know I'm what not else going is crazy? to jail over that. Niggas oh, gotta stop jail. just throwing. The, I go to jail for that card. Okay, cool. Go to jail, or just because even if you do quit your job, you still owe. So technically, you still got to pay. Technically, even in jail, you wouldn't be able to get commissary or anything. Wouldn't want it. I'm fine. Working, well, they make you work in jail. So once you work in jail, you would have to work double hard because you make like eight cents a day. I would work doubly hard for shit. They're garnishing all of that. So I don't work doubly hard now. Even if at the end of the day. Personally, I'm not letting you take my freedom for a child. So I agree with Marquand. Yeah, I will go through the steps. But at a certain point, I'm going to tell her just like I tell the judge. I'm paying, but you can go ahead and take them two days away. I'm looking at my son. Hopefully, it's a boy right in his eyes. My nigga, these next couple of years going to be tough. But when you get 18, I'll let you know. Hey, that's fair. Even I was watching Judge Judy the other day, and she said, she told the lady, you keep trying to keep your kids away from him. That's not fair. That's not right. You keep doing that, and it's only going to cause resentment in the children for you. They're not going to be resented at their dad. They're going to resent you for keeping them away from them. From them. I think that see, was true. See, at 18, my nigga. <laughs> for real. <laughs> we'll have Because some kids that see that shit like, well, you know, my dad been trying to fight for me, but my mom being a bitch about it. I feel you. For real. Now, uh uh, we was talking about pettiness in this last one. I was uh, Nike, Colin Kaepernick. I feel like uh, we're, we're for, 
the public is finally getting to see business pettiness. I think they was even more petty when they posted the the thing, the safety rules on how to burn their products. No, I think <laughs> the pettiness was putting the Colin Kaepernick. You know, they bought ad space for the games. It for was the, uh, for the, for the uh, first the, the first game of the season. Yeah, they bought ad space for the Nike commercial. That's and then the they most put petty it on thing. Yeah, it wasn't petty. The only thing Nike did was. It was a business strategy. They realized that black people were getting fed up with buying the same J's over and over again. Oh so with that being they said, time out. I'm going to tell you, uh, y'all can put the facts together once y'all sit down and really look at it all. Okay, Colin Kaepernick You know this was, ain't the first time Nike did something like this, though, I right? know, but think about it. Colin Kaepernick was hated by everybody, well, all the white people and everything because of the kneeling shit. All right. So once they got him kicked out the NFL and all this other shit, he lost all his endorsements. White people was happy again. Okay. Nike started losing money because their prices got higher. Look at even forces used to be seventy five dollars. Now they at hundred and twenty. Everything still about fifty sixty bucks. Everything getting higher with Nike. Their prices is only going up, even for the basics of the shit. And black people starting to turn away from it. That's why you see people in New Balances and all these other brands and stuff like that. So what did Nike do? They like, all right, we got to think of something to get black people back fucking with us. Because them is the ones buying the most. So how can we get them back? All right. We got Kaepernick standing up for black people and nobody likes him. So we make him the face of our company White people are instantly going to be mad about that, but who you, who's you going do, to support us? You do understand him? though that Nike has been paying Kaepernick this whole time, even when he was with yeah. the NFL. It hasn't yeah. stopped. Yeah, but they saw the long term goal. This is how you this is how you get the long term goal. But he he ain't do the kneeling to like the second or third season. Long term goal. Once he <laughs> once he kneeled, I guarantee they was on the phone saying, "We're behind you. Don't stop doing what you're doing." But that's always been Nike, though. But but, but you can't say that because Nike picked him up long before they knew he was nothing. Okay. Right, they did because he was a good player. After that, and they realized, okay, he's getting black people on his side. We know who buys our shoes. Let's keep this man on the payroll because long learning the line. But you know, Nike we're gonna have this come a out. A lot of shit. So yeah. it ain't like I, I honestly think. The way they launched it, they did it at perfect timing because they launched it with the Serena Williams and all of that shit, too. Yeah. They did perfect timing on launching it. I don't think it was more about because of black people specifically, but I think it was more of the fact where it was like, well, you know what? We got Kaepernick here. We got all of this going on. Fuck it. Let's go ahead and drop the commercial. You know, their sales right now are at the highest they've been in like the last three years. And that's probably, but you know, for the first week or two or the first few days that it happened, they stock dropped, what, 10%? It dropped, but. Have you checked see where it is now? No, no, I'm just saying, though. That's what I'm telling you, though. It's like, if we're being 100% honest with you, I have a whole theory, and it's completely opposite. Colin Kaepernick ain't making niggas buy Jordans again. I just want to be honest with you. No, it's but the But this movement. is what I'll say. I personally feel like this Colin Kaepernick thing, it it was a... It, I feel like Nike played the good end game. They saw that no other brand is rallying behind this whole police brutality thing. But Nike, y'all like, can't on, say that on. because before Nike actually launched Colin Kaepernick, Adidas, Puma, they was all trying to get Kaepernick. But this is what I'm saying. I'm so not, you I'm can't say that. no other brand was I'm really trying to go that. for it. That's what you got to hear the whole thing. No other brand has attached themselves to the police brutality thing in any way. You could pick anybody. No other brand has attached itself to that because it's a lot of backlash that come with that. True. People burning your shoes. 
Nike can't openly say, yeah, we agree with that. Police brutality is bad. They haven't said that. So what's the best way they can say that? Oh, we got Kaepernick here. We could just go ahead and give Kaepernick some more money. Yeah. But that's so, the same way other brands thought. They just couldn't get a hold of him because Nike had him this whole time. But that's what I'm saying. It was more on the less of. I, I truly believe if Kaepernick wasn't as good as he was, Nike would Nike would have still. It could have been anybody in the sports. It could have been Johnny Manziel. All you had to do, that kneeling let people know, like, okay, Nike understands police brutality is happening. But they can't say it. That's why I say it's petty. True. They can't say we're against that. They can't say that at all. So they just they they, all they saying is we're backing Colin Kaepernick up. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by the pettiness. That's that's business pettiness. I think, yeah, but I think Nike was just smart with the with the timing of how they launched everything. I think the timing was perfect. You got I, everything going on. I think you could have launched it spring, summer, winter, fall. My niggas, the the no. When no I say brand. timing, when I say timing, I mean think about everything that's going on right now. It's just like with everything that's launching out or everything that's going on, Nike decides to go ahead and say, you know what? Think about it. LeBron just opened up that school. Um, um, think of all of the black, like basically all the businesses that are booming because of black people or black yeah. is, itself. I think Nike came right in the middle and was like, you know what? They know we fuck up black people because of the Jordans, but let's 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 one up them and do some shit that they ain't gonna expect. Boom! Here go this little ad. Only thing I think is fucked up that Nike did the uh, in the commercial they you know they're selling the hijabs for Muslim women. I, as much as I agree with that, hey, it's religion. They some a brand should have been did that. I think they're just trying to hit every base. They're trying to capitalize on every on white people's hate for everybody that it's they hate. That. You know no, Junior, he has a point because it is about money at the end of the day. It is about money. I understand. I, this whole thing about I said black Nike put it out there, so therefore anybody that hates something that they posted, the people like the lady in the hijab or the Muslim lady, all the people who didn't like Muslims. Now the Muslims finna go buy Nike. Well, we support that Nike support us. That's Nike, Nike is money. being divert when they when it comes to being diverse. They capitalize on Nike racism. Nike capitalized on that on that shit right racism away. Racism is I think of all that shit as a as a business. Racism is a bit. Well, everything's a business, whether it's religion, yeah, culture. It's a you know business. what I mean. So when I say I didn't like that Nike did that, I'm not saying I didn't like that. I didn't like the way they threw that in there. That should have been a thing in the song. They this didn't Kaepernick get me. thing. They got black people. They didn't get me. I knew what it was as soon as I saw the. Well, Kaepernick. even, I even with the Kaepernick thing though, because even Madden took out Big Sean, uh, part of the verse when he said Kaepernick name on a uh, Big Bang. My nigga, all this shows is if you're looking at the long run, if you following Kaepernick's whole thing is the NFL is definitely about to offer Kaepernick a huge sum of money because now they know, dang, this nigga can go to court just as long as we can. Yeah, this nigga got Nike behind him. He yeah, can he can keep court. going. So that's why I mean, like, <laughs> he won the first part when of the settlement. Say, when you, know you say, right? yeah, when you say uh, he just didn't settle, he didn't. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't settle. That's it. Yeah, but when you say stuff like. Kaepernick is finna get his job back in the NFL because the NFL is finna see, okay, I think Nike is making millions of dollars because of this racism. He, I, I don't shit. think he'll get his job back. I think back. if he gets a job back, it's an L for him. Okay. Yeah, I think what'll happen is I think he's gonna get a they're gonna give him like part of ownership of a team or something. No. My nigga, he's gonna be back in that field. If playing. you work at Subway and they smash a tuna <laughs> sandwich in your face and you sue him. Y'all got And you sue him, and let's just be honest with you. 
And they like, yeah, my nigga, we sorry for that sandwich. Go ahead and come yeah, back, Yeah, you got to open your eyes. Y'all not open your <laughs> you coming, eyes, bro. You coming back with the tuna on your face? Nah, fuck Y'all not that. open your eyes. You get what I'm saying? All right. I'm not so when back. you see this happen, I just want to stay Now, if I came back set. and they said, hey, we're going to offer you a district manager's position, it's going to pay you 10 times what you got paid before, and we're apologizing, plus we're going to write you a check. All right, we got something to talk about. I'm trying to tell y'all. I just don't think Kaepernick is going to take a job. I think he's going to take a coaching position. When this breaks, I want everybody to know that I was the first to say it. Okay. Kaepernick is finna get back in the NFL because the NFL is finna see how much money Nike is making off of this man and this racism that he's he's leading. But then the NFL won't bring him back because the NFL is making so much money and they base core fans or what? White America. Think about no, really time out. Skipping. Think about let's say, let's say Kaepernick gets signed to the to the Cowboys. Okay, he gets signed well, to the Cowboys. Okay. As soon as first of all, what the Cowboys are going to do is it's going to be one big ass game that they bring him out. The the team going to come out and then he going to walk out that tunnel with his afro showing, holding his helmet high. You know how many people are going to be in that stands to see him walk on the field by himself in uniform? They're going to sell so much goddamn money because everybody's going to be so proud that he finally won and racism is done and he beat he beat the system. It's it's going to be like uh, me, what's their versus Let me Goliath. ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you know why the NFL start really tripping about the kneeling thing? Why? Because when they start kneeling, their ratings went down. Yeah. People stopped watching. Okay. Their base core fan. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they will offer a job knowing that if they do offer him a job back, he's going to be doing the same thing that they're going to lose more core fans? Because it's, it's they more lo- of a loss for the NFL than the game. They're still losing fans even though – because they're it's still losing – big, though. They're not – NFL is losing fans because, yeah, they lost fans because they had players kneeling and they do had it, people But do it look like that. the NFL losing fans, though? Can you tell? They Not losing fans, but losing money. But can uh, you tell that they losing fans? You will never be able to tell. You can you tell will like if they you give was. Kaepernick a job back. I guarantee you they won't. I guarantee you will. I, I guarantee they're going to have an increase. Because why? Like I said, it's about money. And it's about everything right now is about race. Watch how fast the NFL turns to the G League if they give Kaepernick Bruh, a job back. I'm trying to tell you, Marquand, you got to step back <laughs> I think, and look. I think you're, I think you're loafing. I, I, I want to say both of y'all, but I believe Marquand understands. You're loafing over the fact that Colin Kaepernick, really look at his angle. You got a collusion settlement against the NFL. There's no amount of money. He's about to be paid more than any NFL player is going to make in their life. I'll put it that way. Okay. We talking upwards of like seven. If he wins. We're talking upwards of $700 million. If he Do wins. Do you want to know why they didn't give him a job? Because they were looking at him like, oh, the broke nigga ain't got no money to go to court. If he wins. Ah, the NFL going to win. No, you want to know why he already won? And you can already count it as that? They've already tried to settle. Okay. And it was like $650 million they tried to settle with him. Okay. He was never going to make that in the NFL. Endorsements okay. and all. You never made yeah, that. Yeah, he wasn't. So, now put it that way. Nike paying. If I'm calling, Nike paying me and... Oh, you know what? Nike backing me. They just put me on the 30 years, the 30 year anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. You want to know what else I'm finna do? I'm not gonna <laughs> play. I'm gonna just show y'all that this is nothing. All all the NFL gonna do is, all right, if you go through the NFL combine and you can make it through, they already tried that you're not fit to be an NFL player. No, 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 no. My stats alone the year before I left were better than most of the quarterbacks that on top on y'all salary. So that's not a thing. True. Now the NFL, 
if you go off of ratings and all of that, I I honestly don't think they I think they care about ratings, but I think they realize now, oh, we fucked up. That's why they let Nike they, they you can't stop Nike. Nike is bigger than anything in the world right now. Nike is the biggest thing in the world. You can't stop them. That's Nike's so big, the NFL hate Nike, but they had to take their money to put the commercial on. Y'all put a diss track. That's like Meek Mill so big, but he had to take Drake money and play back-to-back. As his at opener. His, at, at, at his <laughs> concert. Party. Damn, I got to take this nigga money. Okay. That's how and then big. you got to remember, a lot of the gear that the that NFL uses is Nike gear. The NFL uses Nike jerseys. Okay. That's what I'm there saying. There is no bigger beef there, than You that. can't really say... It's like I don't. I, the it's only like you trying to tell me, tree. It's like you trying to tell me, tree, nigga. I, I uh, or me trying to tell you, nigga. I get more girls than you at y'all if y'all was single, right? That's your, you as big brother, so you expect not to, not him to get more pussy than you. But that's how it is. Nike sitting there telling the NFL, "No, we back in Kaep- Kaepernick." But how many orders of jerseys y'all need again? Yeah. <laughs> and you want to know what else? And you want to <laughs> know what else, my nigga? We paying for this nigga court fees. So yeah. I'll see y'all on Tuesday. And then we're going to use the money y'all paying us for his court fees. And then... My, y'all got cleats. My thing with y'all people, got pads. My thing with everything. people burning stuff with Nike and stuff. Y'all already paid for nigga, it. Hey, you wasn't burning like... You wasn't burning the shit shits. You was burning like the the co-worker threes, the <laughs> stepdad sevens. You was burning stuff The cleaning like yard nines. Yeah. You wasn't, <laughs> burning, you wasn't burning no none of, of significance. I just personally think... Like Dave Chappelle said, if all, if we all knew that kneeling would get white people on edge, niggas would have done this years ago. And you want to know how I know the NFL is nervous and the NBA is nervous? Because the second LeBron James put on that I Can't Breathe shirt, you know the NFL, the, in the NBA, yeah, we back LeBron, yeah, that's, that's offensive. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's right. That Tom Brady would have kneeled. You wouldn't have heard none of this. At all. But it's Kaepernick. He wasn't at the top of his game. I guarantee you if Kaepernick would have done this the year they went to the Super Bowl, you wouldn't Ooh. have heard any of this. You wouldn't have heard any of this. All I don't right. think Nike did this to get niggas back, personally. Okay. You want to know what I think? I think Nike did it because it's Nike. I don't think at all Nike was worried about ever going out of business. Yeah. I don't think They don't. All. Nike probably makes more than Adidas makes every year on socks. All Nike right. probably makes more than Adidas makes on on just socks for the NFL players. That's oh, it. Okay, you got to remember it. Damn near everything the NFL players wear are from Nike. Pads, pads, uh, uh, helmets, all of they shit jerseys, that they make. Jerseys, pad, everything, everything, pants, shoes, cleats, all of that. It's Exclusive all rights. hoodies, shirts, all Nike. You okay. can't really get mad at a brand at a company that 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 branded you. I just my thing is. I don't think, I think everybody plays the racism card. I think everybody does it. True. Everybody sells racism, bro. Junior, when it comes, if you were to look at, if I say a sport, I want you to think of the first sponsor to your, your mind that'll come to it. Basketball. It's Nike. I would think more Gatorade. You would look more in the Gatorade when it came to that one, but I get where you're coming from. Overall, overall, overall. it's Nike, bro. Yeah, overall, but I'm Nike just saying. Nike is everything. Any form of life is Nike. That's Pimp, crazy. Pimping, Nike. Doctor, Nike. Uh, prostitution, Nike. It's all It's all the same thing. <laughs> Drug dealer, Nike. Because you know Air Nike, what, what, Nike owns Chevy, if I'm not mistaken? One of the, two, one of the Chevy or Ford, they own that. 
And hey, I mean, any of you, any of the people out there, if y'all don't like y'all Chevy or Ford cars because of this deal that Nike did, I would gladly take them off your hands. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm with a salesman right by now. heart. I'm not saying nothing bad. I would never say anything. I worked for Nike. I know how much they make every hour. <laughs> Nike's not worried about you burning shoes. <laughs> not at all. That's why they put out that ad. Here's how to safely burn our products with a step by step. Nike direction. probably calling niggas like, hey, yeah, that shit you just burned. It's on clearance. I'm trying now. to tell y'all right now. <laughs> Nike is like, uh, I'm glad America, this is my stance on America in whole. America is finally realizing that we all getting treated like the side bitch, that we didn't know we was the side bitch. That's what Donald Trump and everybody's doing. You just now realizing you the side bitch. Look at Nike. They looking at you like, bitch, you knew. That's how they looking at the NFL. Bitch, you really gonna just, y'all gonna act? Okay, you know what? I'm going to get my new bitch, Colin Kaepernick. I'm going to dress her up, put her in some heels. Nike is nothing but being an opportunist. They realize black nigga, people... That's what, that's what life is about. Black people needed something to rally behind, so they gave them something to rally behind. My nigga, my dog, you honestly think Nike was like... Right, look you know on what? YouTube, look on Facebook. How many videos have you seen of girls in... All Nike jumpsuits. How many videos have you seen of dudes walking into the Nike store spending like thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars on shoes? Walking in saying crazy shit, but saying they support Nike. You seen I've seen a flood of videos within the last couple weeks of people doing crazy stuff supporting Nike because of Colin Kaepernick. Nigga, black people just want something to say, Oh, I was a part of that. Everybody wants a watch riot, but nobody want to be a part of it. It, 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 that's the crazy thing. I don't, but I don't believe Nike. Um, I, I get what you're saying. I agree with Nike you. Nike knew what the hell they were doing. I don't they give black people I don't something around. Nike needed anything. Any oh, yes, they did. Nike was not on yeah, I, I think Nike was, uh, I think Nike was sitting back like, my nigga, you honestly think, think, look, think real hard about it. If this. we're keeping it up, yeah. but 100% honest yeah. with you, as. As this shows sneakerhead, I'm just being 100 percent honest with you. Nike has never been worried I, about selling tennis shoes. They have. They have. That's the okay, last. They were. Uh, that's a lie. They were worried. That's why Nike they sh- has never been worried about okay. selling tennis shoes. Okay. As I stated, that, they were. They would worry. The they were worried about at a time because of the resellers were ruining they they company because if they sold a shoe for a price, you being a sneakerhead, you know this. Niggas are going there and buy the one release of the ones or whatever. They'll buy fifty pair and then. Ups, upsell the price to get their money back, so they sell it, making more money me, than Nike. Let me, but, but let me pause you on that one. This is where this is where that back travel went, and I'll show you YouTube videos about this. This is where that back travel went to. They stopped the resellers. If you notice the, sho- the price of shoes, you stated before the price of Air Force Ones went from seventy five to one hundred bucks for a, a general release pair, right? Yeah. So you know what that takes the market away from? That takes your little change away. So you want to know what? Come in and buy 50 pair for $100 a piece. I already made my money back off you. And you don't know what? Oh, you're going to make $200 off of that? That's cool, my nigga. We made these shoes for 59 cents. Bro, we're whacking you niggas over yeah, the head. I, and like I said, I get that. But I'm Nike, growing my own weed. But while the, re- <laughs> while, while the resellers were out there, Nike was get, taking a hit. Now that they figured out a way to cut the resellers out, all right, y'all done. 
now Nike was going on a downslope because they, in order to cut out the resellers, they had to up their prices. Yeah. Since they up their prices, niggas only the true sneakers head was going out buying the rare stuff. But other than that, you don't see too many people. Well, you still see them, but. Not like how it was when we was in school. When we went to school, oh, you had to have on a fresh pair of Nike, some all white, some Jordans or something. Now you see you. kids in Vans Nike, and Nike all, Adidas and all Nike this other stuff because they too hot. Nike got a little crazy, but the thing is... They got a Nike, little too crazy? Nike's nah. core audience, and if, if you're a Nike fan, you know their core audience is... They're like Macklemore. They target the white kids that want to be black. And those white kids that want to be black got money. They are like App- Nike and Apple are one and the same. And you got to. They know niggas is going to. Apple knows niggas is going to steal phones. They are aware that niggas steal phones. So you want to know what they are aware to? Oh, if we put Drake on the commercial with an iPhone, we're going to get the white kids that want to be black. And they're going to buy iPhones because their parents got money. It's all about that's they, what I said. They losing money too. I mean, that's why you find you gotta you gotta understand though, Nike does so much more than just you got uniforms to certain employees or certain companies that are made by Nike. You right. got what is you got Nike and they Nike is like that one kid that had everything growing up. Yeah. They got their hand in every single thing and the money is when you talk about residual income, Nike is at its finest. Money. Like I said, the point show. Uh, what what was that? Uh, every year Nike, off no every twenty four hours just off of a. What is it called when you not residual but uh, equity not equity. What's it called when you make money off the like something sitting there like uh, not an investment like if you put money in an account and over. That's X amount of time it creates. Like a trust fund? Not a trust fund. Interest? Interest. They make like, uh, it was like $360 million every 24 hours just off interest of their money. The government in like maybe like 15, 20 years, they said by uh, 2030, the government will eventually have to get a loan from Nike. The government who pays Nike will have to get a loan from Nike. That's like your weed man saying, hey, you know what, my nigga? I know I sold you that dub, but can I borrow 20? <laughs> that's that's the equivalent of yeah, that. Yeah, that's but true. Off of this, but yeah, shout out to Nike, though. Know, if you feel like sponsoring us, you know, I'll let your boy. We get a lot of props. We not just company Nike. Look out Jordan's for us. Just do it. You know, I got some ideas. I feel like the market that y'all missing on, stripper heels. I got some ideas. I got some uh, sketches drawn up. Y'all can come out with some nice sporty thongs that pop off. Get a little button right here. Pop off the button. You know, like the breakaway stress suit. I mean, if y'all really want to, if y'all really want to do some nice, uh, some nice uh, sponsorship, we can even put y'all name in our name. You know, no, nah, my nigga, the future of stripper poles, Nike stripper poles. Y'all have to get on board. Y'all put the look. Just imagine. Why you, you ain't supposed to give out the details? Oh shit! To wait till Nike hit you up about it. Is this live? You know, yeah, but it's cool. But imagine the breakaway thong. Imagine a stripper shaking her booty on you, and you like, let me see that. And she just, whack. and you hear the buttons clap off, like the Adidas breakaway suit. <laughs> but it's the button. Imagine a breakaway thong. Junior, you into that kinky stuff? You wouldn't like a breakaway thong? No. You wouldn't wear a breakaway thong. Well, no. You go, wow. Of course I would. All right, so. It's the female segment. That's that's wait. Let me make sure we touched on everything. 
Nikki and Cardi B got into a fight last night. I don't really care about that. Neither uh, do I. Da, 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 da. Will Smith is living his best life. Uh, damn. Oh, NBA Youngboy has herpes. That's pretty much it. I'm 50% sure that every person in the entertainment business has herpes. Uh, that's pretty much it. Time to get to the girl segment. Um, so, I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking to a friend. Well, it's not even a friend. It's a, uh, it's a viewer of the show. So, she was telling me that this show sounds like a bunch of men. How do I put this? I'm saying exactly what she said. She hates that men always speak on facts, uh, uh, opinions, as if they're facts. And I asked her, I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? She was like, well, on your show, you guys say a bunch of opinions. Everything you guys say are opinions. And even the stuff that you guys find factual, like, oh, yeah, this is a number off that. Statistics are based off of opinions. Statistics are based off of this. They're not, you know what I mean? They're all opinions. So... She said, why do men think, why do men feel like they're the alpha if all of their stuff is, that's, she was getting into the whole alpha conversation we had. I'm not going back. Go back two episodes ago. You can view it. But why do y'all feel like, why do y'all feel so strongly about y'all opinions as if they're facts? I know I do, but. Uh, That's a confusing question, but. It's a what? That was a confusing question. It kind of is, but I think I kind of know what you're saying. But I mean, everything that you everything that you say is your personal opinion, right, Jenna? Most yeah. of the stuff, right? Why but you, you got to have confidence in your opinion. So what? Therefore, what the hell? If you think it, then you got to put your beliefs behind it. No, I, I wouldn't say that because people think that shooting up a church is okay, and it's really not. <laughs> I can't shooting say that. outside of a church. If the niggas out there tripping, what the fuck? You got to get to your car. Okay. The fuck? He's going to pass the plate one more time. <laughs> they do that um, one more time. I'm going to be real, though. When it comes to me talking about us, it, it really depends on the situation. But one thing I will say to that is, one thing I'll say in general when it comes to women, is if, if you feel like it is based off of opinions or whatever we say is based off of opinions, you know, like, hey, I can't really argue with you on that. that that's how you feel. But women hate the whole double standard thing. Y'all claim so hard and so much y'all want the equal rights or y'all want to be everything is double standards or if we do something, y'all should be able to do it too. But then when it's brought to the light and it's actually done, it's it's a different story. For example, as women, y'all can go and y'all can conversate with whoever y'all want and we no, have no opinion. what you really want to say. Marquand said this before the show. Women are, and this is Marquand's voice, women are allowed to be gay and men can't. Marquand wants to be bisexual. Men can't be bisexual. It's weird I've if a never, man is bisexual. I've uh, never said out, nothing like that. Shout out to the gays. No, really doing I never said thing. nothing like that. Uh, I ain't listening to that. <laughs> so I never said nothing but back, like that. Marquand is upset. He's thoroughly upset because women are allowed boy. to kiss other women at the club and he can't get a stand going with Jimmy in the VIP Nigga, section. you the one that said, you the one that said, you the one that said you ain't gay but you buy, you give all this shit a try. 
Look, my nigga, first of all, and I'll be 100% honest with you, it's a big gay market out there. There was a time when me and a great late Bizzle were going to drop a gay mixtape. All right, on to the nope. next segment. <laughs> yeah, y'all get to gay nah, I'm just fucking with you. Bro, this, this is the point of this show. And that's this is another thing I wanted to let y'all know. I get a lot of compliments. A lot of people walking up to me with compliments on compliments on compliments on compliments about how y'all feel like y'all in here with us and y'all talking with us and I really I really appreciate those compliments because that's something I personally I really fight for on this show I want y'all to feel like y'all sitting here talking to us I want y'all to and another thing is a lot of the little backward the backdoor jokes that we throw pause we gotta start breaking down stuff because people don't know these people so the little slight stories that we throw we gotta tell the whole story but I like that about that. So viewers keep viewing. But that was just a that was a commercial. That was my commercial break. Back to what we was talking about. Kwani, finish up. You said women don't like double standards. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they just get to the point where it's like, for example, a woman can sit there and talk to anybody that they want with no ifs, ands, or buts, right? Exactly. And a man is supposed to set his insecurities aside. Because as a woman, you're just like, oh, it's nothing to worry about. But let a man, let the shoe be on the other foot, and you got a man, he can't conversate with whoever he wants because you feel like there's hidden motives or there's something else going on. Well, we as men have the same right to feel the same way. So you can't say, oh, it's okay that you get to talk to Jimmy and Greg, but we can't talk to Sarah and Kim because you think something is going on. You know what I mean? It's In general, women will do things and then turn around and get mad for a man doing the same thing. True. And it's like, don't get me wrong, it is vice versa sometimes, but as women, they claim so much where it's like, okay, well, double standards. If y'all can do it, why can't we? But, you know, certain shit y'all do do, and if we try to do it, it's a problem. Yeah. It is. And and that's why I just like some opinions that we do have, some things I get because women is something y'all go through that y'all shouldn't have to go through. I definitely understand that. But it's also what y'all fail to realize is men go through shit too, and y'all have to know when to take yourself out of y'all shoes and put yourself in our shoes to understand that as well. You can't expect just because you're going through some shit, your man ain't going through nothing, and he ain't supposed to say nothing to you about so it. So let me break this down. And, and this is how I interpret everything Marquand just said. Y'all got to be able to understand what we go through, and we got to be able to understand what y'all go through. Personally, I don't want to understand what y'all go through because women of the opposite sex that are heterosexual. Women of the opposite sex? Women that are heterosexual take penis inside of them. Marquand clearly wants to understand what it's like to take a penis inside of them. Here you go with the... <laughs> what you say? Here you go with the... This dude is gay, y'all. Hey, this dude is gay. I've got two kids, bro. I'm mind, not worried about... How does my mind... Why does your mind resort... No, why does your mind resort to nothing but gay shit every time something Bro, is being said? Bro, as soon as you said, <laughs> you, but you said it so passionately, we got to understand what they going through. They got to understand what we going through. Really, my nigga? You want to understand what it's like for a nigga to smack you? I'm not saying all of that. I'm saying in general. I, I understand you know what, what you're I mean? saying. Some Bro, shit. I just like, I'm just here for the jokes, y'all. But I agree with you 100%. So. I personally think while women take opinions that men say so strongly, because I'm a fucking man, and you uh, obviously, if a woman grows up in a house, and this is what I truly believe, if a woman grows up in a house 
with a man in the house with like their father, stepfather, or their mom has a constant boyfriend, a man just in the house. Those women understand authority. Not what a man is supposed to be because, hey, I don't feel like there's a syllabus on what a man is supposed to be. I feel like there's a bunch of different types. But just the authority part. Just like you whipping your son. You you got to whoop your son. You got to not whoop, not like actually hit, but you got to discipline your son so he knows authority. So if he get pulled over by a cop, he knows to get at the cop. All right, I got to give you respect. You're an authority person. I got to, you know, I got to listen to you. Even if it's wrong, I'm not going to disrespect you. It's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. Teach your son respect. At the same time, women don't, Women who don't, we there's a whole generation that we're dealing with now, women who didn't have, their mamas was running wild, you know, getting hit, back-to-back, Uncle Luke concerts, uh, T.I., Young Jeezy, all the, all the wild shit. And we're dealing with those women who, one, they think they in control, two, they don't want to listen to nobody, three, they don't need nobody, four, don't leave them, five, they mean everything they say. Six, don't hurt their feelings. These these are all, it's all back and forth with women. So if you come at them like we do on the show all the time, Junior can say the wildest stuff he wants to say about how he feels. All black women are bitter. Women take that personally because deep down inside, like I told you, they may feel that they're bitter, but they don't want you to say it. Because now that you said it, now you're, now you just a hater. Even it may be a fact, but now you're just a hater. So I just feel like I'm getting to the point to where I got to say, you got to say what needs to be said. Not, that's what my therapist told me. You got to say what needs to be said, not what you, not what the person wants to hear. So that's how I answered the question with the girl. I feel like on our show, we say what needs to be said, not yeah, what people Not what you want to hear. Because if you go through life that way, then I, I don't really see a problem. But... Hey man, that's because right. a lot of people want to go through life with everything being sugar coated, and you can't sugarcoat everything to everybody. Can't sugarcoat crack, bro. Too too much alike. Go well, crack is a little off white, but I get what you're saying. Uh, Jenny, you got anything to say about this? Nope. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, big topic. Uh, a hot take. How do y'all feel about black girls that act white? And when I say act white, suburban black girls. That think like you know, I was helping this black girl at work, and she wasn't. How do I put it? What I was sounding? She wasn't a nigger. Like we like I was like, hey, you know, how can I help you? She's oh, okay. I mean, this is now okay. That'll be fine. It's right there to your right. Thank you, sir. Well, okay, she give me respect. But one of my white coworkers held the door for. Her. I felt like she treated him with more like a like a friendly vibe, and she like I don't know how to. Have y'all ever been put in that predicament? So she made you feel like you was just to help, while the other the other coworker doing the same thing as you had more potential because he was. Yeah, white. you get what I'm saying. I get it. Have you ever been put in that predicament? Yeah, I have. I ignore it. How you feel about that? Uh, it is what it is. You can't everything. Every reaction doesn't. Every action doesn't deserve a reaction. But then you get black girls that say black men don't respect them. I mean, and those are the black girls where, as when you say black men don't respect you, what type of black man are you talking about? What type of man are you talking about in general? Because you can't just say 
all black men don't respect me. Well, let's let's look at the let's look at the the, the list. Well, how are you presenting yourself? What kind of black men are you being around? What kind of men are you being around in general? True. Is it the same type of man you going after that don't respect you? Or is it just the fact you feel like every man is out to get you because one hurt you? It's true. You could be bitter like Junior. Yeah, that's true. I just wanted y'all opinion on that. Jenna, how you feel I about that? that was a clean shot. I'm not going to yep. that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need a yep button. I know how to fix Junior. Yep. Uh... Uh, that was funny. So let's recap. Uh, Marquan, Mar- say Marquan wants to pay child support. Junior wants to go to jail. Uh, that's pretty much what we got out of that. Marquan wants to fight for his kids. Junior wants to go to jail. <laughs> Fucking kids. That's the way Junior feels about it. That's why you feel about it. Junior's got a son in his hand, so we're going to ask him with a son in his hand. So instead of being in your child's life and paying child support, you just want to be put in jail and say, fuck your kid? Yeah. Okay. So that's how Junior feels. So, Caden. <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels. Uh, what else did we talk about? Uh, me and Marquan feel like Nike did the right thing. Jenner feels like Nike only did this because niggas they want to buy tennis shoes. We went over the fact that niggas gonna buy tennis shoes regardless because you can't walk around with nothing on your feet because it ain't slave age. Uh, that's pretty much it. We touched on everything. Uh, like, subscribe. We out of here. Jenner, you got something you want to say? Junior? Junior? Yep. <laughs> You're. You're at me? Caden, you got something you want to say? DeMarco. Caden, you ain't talking. <laughs> now you ain't talking. Stop putting the mic so close to his face, Jim. Now you ain't talking. Now you shy. All right. Fair enough. What? Fair enough. Y'all, when Jenner gets awkward, he just shouts out and he gets to rest when he gets well, awkward. Well, that's our if you put the, if entertainment you put, brand, but if all you right. put if you put any amount of pressure on Jenner, he just says whatever as soon as he gets the microphone. Fair off. enough. That's our entertainment brand. I'm sorry. Uh, taco sauce. Cross promoting. Taco sauce. <laughs> Chalupa. <laughs> when we were at our puffin' pain I'm thing. Alright, not puffin' pain. I'm sorry. Hey, that's beside Oh, for real? <laughs> Y'all know they are yeah, building like a puffin' pain out here? Somebody stole our design, and I told y'all, just be 100%. But they're using CBD oil, so it's different. They've been doing that. That's more legal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 brother. That's fucked up, bro. They stole our whole idea. Well, we got photos. We did it first. Right? I wish I could have got like a $40,000 loan. I would open up one, too. True. I wish yeah. I wish I could out a forty thousand dollar loan. You know how much cocaine you can buy with that? I've been well, watching Snowfall. Open a business. Y'all watch Snowfall? Oh, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I heard yeah. about it. Snowfall's good. You could buy ten coke. You could buy ten keys for fifteen hundred a piece. You want to say something? You, on. you gonna say something? Messacito. You gonna get into business too? It's all for you up until you eighteen. And I gotta ti you. What? How T.I. did his kids. I made $15,000 in 15 minutes, but y'all got to work for y'all money. You talking about on the show? Yeah. This is what girls are talking about. He's talking about a fictional show as if it's real life. You really believe... You really believe T.I. didn't give his kids any of that 15? Really? I believe he probably didn't. He seemed like that type of daddy. T.I. seems like the type of dad that's definitely... T.I. has herpes, and we let it all he go. He seemed like he... Re- he Look at that. Have you ever looked at that thing on top of T.I.'s lip? 
He that nigga done had a busted lip for the past fifteen years. Ti has herpes, and we let it go. But he talks like the dad from Bad uh, Boys in the Hood when they wouldn't look at the billboard. I think that's who he wants to be like. So yeah, I think he would make his kids work for any dime they get. That's why his son isn't signed to his label anymore. Wasn't making any money. Nah, there we go. That's all I want to show y'all. All right, you you good, Kaden? Your phone be done talking. Yeah. You know? All right, All right, y'all. Right. Um, we up out of here. Oh, here we go. There's a there's the herpes. Here. Oh yeah, syphilis, herpes, and stuff is on the rise. Yeah. With that being said, the CDC has put out the bulletin. It is what? on. It's the highest it's ever been. The outbreaks and STDs. Well, you know what I was thinking. That what you don't understand about that, you know, syphilis. Girls create syphilis. I don't care who creates it. It's just on a high right now. So no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if your girl don't take care of herself, she can create syphilis and get it. All right, Marquand. So be careful. That's all I'm saying. First of all, I ain't got nothing to do with that conversation. You get head, right? Uh, No offense. You get head, right? Be careful. (laughs) It's the highest it's ever been. It's Atlanta everywhere. I get head from one person. Your baby mama. Who does she give head to? Here you go. This how y'all start shit. But who does she give head to? You ain't got to worry about her. You got to about her about who she oh with. Oh, my God. He took it to the next <laughs> level. Then you're going to throw that shit in. Now, you know I'm going to have to hear about that shit later. Everybody mouth ain't clean, brother. Hey, brother, watch. a view's a view. You think Nike care about burning shoes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you. my goodness. All right, y'all. I'm definitely we out with that being said. Out of the closet. Oh, that's what else we talked about. Marquand wants to be bisexual. Not at all. Time Not to go right, get y'all. tested. Yeah, time to get tested. He's out. No, don't end that.